You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. And what is going on, Huda Nation? Welcome back inside the Straight Up Saints Podcast. And it is the very last Straight Up Saints Podcast recap of the 2021 NFL season. Saints handle their part of the, you know, their end of the bargain, I should say. They beat the Falcons thoroughly, 30-20. to 20. It wasn't even that close. It was just a blowout from the get-go. And then on the flip side, you have the Rams, who are up 17-0. They blow that lead. Up 24-17 to 17 with less than two minutes left. No timeouts for the 49ers. They let them go down the field. And as a result, at the end of the day, the Saints are on the outside looking in, and they don't make the playoffs this year. And for some people, maybe you're happy. Maybe you want them to get a better draft pick. They currently have the 17th pick in the draft. For others like myself... You're disappointed because this was a weird season, but as weird of a season it was, I know a lot of us wanted this team to make the playoffs and kind of see what they would be able to do with this defense, which deserves a lot of credit. And at the end of the day, when you look back at the 2021 season, if there's going to be one thing that you extremely loved, it was this defense. And they fought through so much adversity. They fought through such bad situations that their offense would put them in, and they played till the final whistle. And that's just something that you want to give credit to. Like, it's easy to kind of forget about that when you miss the playoffs and the season's over now. And there's no more Saints football until August, you know, in the preseason. And and that's depressing. Don't get me wrong. But I I want to give credit to that unit. They balled out. And what a way to finish the year, you know, just turnover after turnover after turnover that they forced against the Falcons. And I I tip my cap to them. Obviously, there was some bad from that game. Taysom Hill getting hurt wasn't great. That's a list Frank injury. So had the Saints made the playoffs, he probably would not have played. But either way, you still would have rather they got in. But it really is just a frustrating situation as a whole. And guys, if you're you're listening on Twitter, you want to join the conversation because I'll open it up for us to kind of like rant about the Rams in just a little bit. Go to uh, my Twitter account. Go to my last tweet that I just had. Click on the link. Join the chat on YouTube. Uh, pull it up and I will pull up your comments. Uh, on the on the live stream as I go through them. But yeah, man, it, it's it's sad times right now for us Saints fans because everything was rolling. I mean, they were blowing out the Falcons. And then on the flip side, the Rams were kind of blowing out the 49ers. And then everything just turned on its head. And it's, it's just typical, right? Like, it felt weird rooting for the Rams. I, I hated it to begin with. And then on top of it, they screwed the Saints in the end, just like they have done the last couple of years. And It really is just a ridiculous scenario for them. Uh, Part of it goes on Matt Stafford. He deserves a shit ton of blame, and I'll I'll talk about him in a minute. But I also think a lot of it falls on Sean McVay. And and I want to say this real quick. You know, we talk about great coaches and stuff. And for the Saints, we obviously know they have a great coach in Sean Payton. Anytime we talk about Sean Payton, though, it's it's like criticism, right? It's uh, clock management here, or, oh, he should leave the Saints. or It's always something stupid, right? I'm not denying that Sean McVay is a good coach, but Sean McVay coached the second half and overtime like an absolute fucking idiot. And I go back to the last drive they had in in regular, the second to last drive in regulation. I know everyone's like, oh, here comes Chris, you know, getting a little frustrated here, but they ran the ball three straight times and they ran it right into the teeth of the 49ers defense once. Then they did it again. And then just for, you know, good measure, they did it a third time and they gave back the ball to the 49ers and They were basically playing the, okay, 49ers don't have timeouts. They're not going to march down the field. That's the game you were playing. But last time I checked, the Rams traded two first-round picks in Jared Goff for Matt Stafford. When you trade that much for a quarterback like that, 
put the ball in his hands and you want him to make a play. So either you're telling me he can't make the play, which newsflash, if anyone's been watching Matt Stafford the last couple of weeks, he can't make those plays. Or you are not Mr. Boy Genius like everyone says you are, and you just didn't know what you did there because you gave the ball back to a 49ers team that from the second half on was clearly the better team. And what happened in overtime? You got punked and Stafford threw another pick. So if there's any silver lining, and there really isn't, this isn't much of a silver lining here, the Rams are going to go into the playoffs as a team that I thought was exposed as not physical at all, can't handle the pressure, has absolutely no fan base, which is great, right? Because the NFL pushed the Rams for the last four years just for them not to have a fan base. It was a 49ers home game today, you know? So nothing really goes right for them. And I guess that's the good thing because I, I hope to God that they get bounced in the first round. But anyway, let me pull up some comments that you guys have. We'll go through them. If you're in the live stream, just drop comments. I'll pull them up. We'll talk about everything. You want to talk about the Saints season? We're going to do that. Want to talk about the Rams a little bit more and shit on them? We can do that. And we can speculate about the future. Saints have the 17th pick in the draft. Saints also have decisions to make at quarterback, receiver, O-line, a bunch. So get them in here and I'll pull them up. Lambs choke so hard. Yeah, I mean, maybe they should change the, na the name there. No one expected the Saints to make the playoffs this year. Can't help but be proud of this team with all the adversity this season. Yeah, look, that, that's why I tweeted at the end of the, before the, the Rams 49ers game ended. I made sure to tweet that, you know, this season, I'm not saying it's a huge success. You didn't make the playoffs, but they were nine and eight with no offense, with four different quarterbacks because Jameis got hurt and then Simeon struggled and then Taysom was hurt and Ian Book came in because of COVID issues. And now even today, Taysom got hurt again. So, no consistent quarterback play. Your offense as a whole was just lackluster. And yet you still won nine games. I, I can live with the results, man. I can live with the results. And you're, if your first year without Drew Brees is one where you don't have an actual answer at quarterback, or even if you did, that quarterback got hurt so early in the year and you still managed to win nine games, man, I can live with it. And, and more importantly, I thought that the Saints did a great job of playing through the final whistle. I said this a couple weeks ago when they fell to five and seven. You really, really, really thought there could be a chance for them to just kind of pull out and, and say that, you know, give up on the year, but they didn't. So I, I will say I want to give them credit for that. I hope all those picks for Stafford go to waste and they suffer the next couple years after. I don't know if they will. I think the Rams are kind of in that position where they're still going to be competitive, but that doesn't matter. They didn't trade those picks to be competitive. They traded those picks to win a Super Bowl. And you guys watched the end of that game. I watched the end of that game. Did that team look like a Super Bowl team? It did not look like one to me. So uh, that's the problem for them. Saints played great next year. Jameis and Michael Thomas are going to be Eden W's. Well, look, that is, there is a scenario where that's possible, right? Resigning Jameis Winston. Michael Thomas comes back healthy, which, which goes into the reason why I can live with the Saints being 9-8 and eight this year, guys. Michael Thomas, I think because we haven't seen him in a while, we forget how damn good he is at times, or at least you know, the media as a whole forgets. The guy was the first offensive player of the year, a wide receiver, excuse me, who won offensive player of the year since Jerry Rice. And then the injuries kind of just kept snowballing. So can he get healthy? What do the Saints do at quarterback? Do they bring back Winston? Do they make a trade? Do they go via the draft? Those are the three options for me, you know? Uh, I, I thought that Taysom had a valiant effort the last couple of weeks of the season, but you guys know how I feel about Taysom. I think he's a really good player to have on your team. He's just not a starting quarterback. So it's Jameis. Trade or draft. Those are those are the three options, and, and we'll see what happens there. I don't want the media to ever compare Sean McVay to Sean Payton ever again. Yeah, look, it's it's a joke, man. It's a joke. 
My first ever season really watching NFL from England. Bitterly disappointed, but don't regret rooting for this team one bit. And I'm fully prepared for more heartbreak because I love this team. Hey, look, first off, I'm I'm glad, man. That's that's awesome to to get into the NFL and kind of just fully invest into this season from England. So first off, hats off to you, man. But yeah, look, that that's part of the reason why it's heartbreaking, right? Like we love the New Orleans Saints. We we love this team, man, through thick and thin. And there was a lot of issues this year, but. They pushed through and they gave you something to fight for in week 18. And there were a couple moments where you felt the magic and you felt like, okay, man, this, this team's going to make the playoffs. And I felt that today. There, there was a moment, I would say probably around like 6 p.m. where I'm like, okay, I, I think we're making the playoffs. And then obviously the Rams wet the bed. But it is what it is, man. I'm not mad at the Saints. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to look back and say, had they not lost the Giants game or had they not lost the Titans game and Revisionist histories, it's a dangerous thing, guys. Like, I don't know if you're going to look back and say, man, if we didn't lose that week four game to the Giants, we would have made the playoffs. Like, sure, but that week four Saints team was not what they ended up in week 18. You know, I, like, yes, every game matters, but I, I don't know if I'm going to look back and say, man, that, that Saints-Giants game, I'm blaming the team. I, I know a lot of people do that because you don't want to blame it on other teams. And that's totally fine. And I'm not saying the Saints didn't just make the playoffs because of the Rams, but I, I just don't want to go back to week four when the Saints had no idea what they were going to be this year and be like, okay, because you lost that game, you didn't make the playoffs. You know, I, it, it really is a slippery slope. A lot of fun following you on Twitter this season, man. It was a weird and frustrating one, but lots of bright spots. Top of the list might be the year Davenport had. Well, first off, man, thank you for, for the support. I really appreciate it. Second, Davenport was a stud, an absolute stud. He capped off today with another great game. And I mean, at the end, he absolutely wrecked Matt Ryan. So that goes for something. But one and a half sacks, forced to fumble today. He's turned the corner. There's no longer the question, is Davenport healthy and can Davenport play well? It's just, is he going to be healthy? Because when he's healthy, he's a difference maker. And I think that the Saints, if they're smart, they get in front of the curve with his contract. You know, there, there is the risk of paying him next week. I mean, next, you know, before next season, excuse me. But... There's also the risk of not paying him before next season. He balls out on the fifth-year option, and then he costs even more. So it's a, it's a slippery slope, but I would pay him. My irritation level is at an all-time high at the Rams right now. It feels like Goodell had to be involved. Nah, man. I, look, I, there's times where I feel like Goodell's involved. Not for this one, man. I, I think the 49ers just took it to the Rams, and the Rams are that team where, yeah, they got all the big names, right? Stafford, Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup. Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. But do they really want to get pushed around? I think the answer is no. I, I don't think that's the type of brand of football they want to play. And the 49ers wanted to play that. They wanted to play Smash Mouth. They took it to them, and we saw the results, man. We saw the results, so we'll see. Stay awake watching the Saints through so many sleep. It's nice this season just because I'm from Germany. And just to see Stafford end their season with an interception. It, oh, man, look, that's tough. I, I feel for you, man. I feel for you. That is brutal. Um. But yeah, I know I see a lot of you guys have your negative comments here about the Rams losing by a thousand or or all that. But uh, yeah, really dreading having to face all my family who are 49ers fans. Hey, look, so I, I live with two 49ers fans, or should I say four, really? But yeah, at the end of the day, we got to swallow it, right? I mean, I'm more so mad at the Rams than I would be the 49ers personally. That, that's just me. Goldell wasn't on the Rams. None of this wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but look, weird situation there. Anyways, want the Saints to draft Jameson Williams, bring back Jameis and Marcus Williams, fix the line, and run it back. Uh, yeah, look, that, I mean, that's a big wish list, and I don't know how many of those are attainable, but I, I tweeted this before, and I fully feel this way. I got a lot of faith in the Saints. You know, I think you're going to see a lot of negative comments in the offseason about what can they do at quarterback? Is Sean Payton going to be back? Which is the funniest thing. Like, I do know that, like, this time that Sean Payton has with the Saints, like, it is, it might not be as long as we expect, you know? 
He might not be around for 10 more years for the Saints, but I don't think he's going away anytime soon in terms of the next three years. You know, I, I think he loves his team. He loves the control he has. He loves the fact that they are taking those next steps. So uh, I, I think that as long as Sean's there, as long as Mickey and Kai Harley are, are working out the, the cap situation, I got faith in them. They got to figure out the quarterback spot, whether that's bringing Jameis back or not. They got to figure that out. And you got to hit on your first round picks, man. I, I can't stress it enough. When you whiff on a first round pick, you kind of set your team back. And we saw it a lot the last couple of weeks with Cesar Ruiz. He's a terrible offensive guard. And I don't want to sit here on the last recap show of the 2021 season talking about Cesar Ruiz and why I think he's a terrible guard. But it just, you know, you bring up Jamison Williams, and, and I love Jamison Williams. And, you know, if you're not familiar with him, guys, you can watch him tomorrow night, Alabama, Georgia for the national championship. You got to hit on your early picks, you know. Think about what the Saints did this year. Paulson Debo, kid is outstanding. And by the way, he had a crazy pick today. So if I had a hat on, I would tip it to him. You know, he was great. Pete Werner was really good this year. Peyton Turner, what, we don't really know what he's going to be, right? Last year, Ruiz seems like a bust. Zach Bond seems like a bust. Adam Troutman, I, I'm not out on him yet, you know? I think it's very easy to say we're out on Troutman, but I think next year will be the make or break for me. Not this year. I, I want to see one more year of Troutman before I make that decision. But the other two, that's a first and a third round pick giving you no production. So that, that obviously is not ideal. Figure out the QB situation, get some receiver help, keep this defense together, and the Saints are a playoff team for sure. Yeah, look, I mean, the Saints with no offense, guys, were a Rams choke job away from making the playoffs. That that really is it, man. That's really it. Are there any free agents we have that need to come back? Yeah, there's a couple. For starters, P.J. Williams and Marcus Williams. Those are two guys that the Saints are going to have towards the top of their list, and rightfully so, right? I mean, Marcus Williams is an emerging star at the safety position, and P.J. Williams is the unsung hero of this defense. And it goes to show how good this defense is, by the way. P.J. wasn't out there today. Bradley Roby wasn't out there today. And they're missing so much depth in the secondary, and it didn't matter because this defense is absolutely loaded. So those are two guys. Teron Armstead is a free agent. What they do there, I want to see what happens. And another person is Quan Alexander. I'm very interested to see what happens with him. And I think for Quan, you got to bring him back. And, and I don't know if it's a deal where it's so just incentive loaded. If he plays, he hits these marks. I don't know what it would be. But Quan Alexander... You can't help but love the dude, right? The energy's always there, and he could still ball. Like, it makes no sense, but he came off a torn Achilles, and he's still electric. He's still fast. He's still moving from sideline to sideline. Even today, forced an insane fumble. So bringing back Juan, P.J. Williams, and Marcus Williams, those are two big free agents there, and Teron Armstead. Those are going to be the highlighters there, and Jameis Winston, of course. But that's if the Saints want to go that route. I don't know which way the Saints are going to go, but if the Saints want to keep Jameis, obviously he'll be at the top of the list as well. Jameis Winston to Jameson Williams has a nice ring to it. And yes, this is the real life one of one. It does have a nice ring to it, man. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. I will say that, but it has a nice ring to it. And we know that Jameis has the arm to reach a deep ball threat like Jameson Williams. So I, I don't hate it at all. Saints are going to get everyone back, hopefully with no injuries and hopefully give and, and, and every, hopefully it gives everyone a long a way to break for recovery. Yeah. I mean, that's the hope, man. Insert Captain America saying you're not the one to make the sacrifice play to the ribs. Yeah, look, I, I just want to put this out there. Uh, this is it for me. Like, if the Saints ever end up in a situation where they need the Rams to win again, I'm out on I'm good on rooting for the Rams. I'm good on never doing it again. Because not only do you have to sit there for three hours and root for this team, or three and a half because it went into overtime, you sit there for three and a half hours, and they still screw you anyway. So it's just not worth it. But, man, ah, it's just, just tough. 
which of the key free agents do you think the, that we definitely need to resign? Uh, talked about those before uh, with William, the two Williamses. I, I think Quan's one up there. I, I, Armstead's the, the interesting one. You know, I, that's the probably the most polarizing question, right? Like, what do you do with Teron Armstead? Do you bring him back? He is always hurt. Have we seen the last of Teron Armstead? That would be unfortunate because he belongs in that upper echelon of great Saints players we've seen over the last couple of decades. So I'm very, very curious to see what happens there. It was a fun year. Not going to lie. I hope the Rams lose in the first round. My God. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, man. I'm rooting for them to lose in the first round. A lot of teams I'm rooting for to lose in the first round. The Cowboys being one, the Rams being another, and the Bucks being the other. So I think that would mean the Eagles, the Cardinals, and the 49ers would win their divisional round games, uh, we, a wild card round games. So I can live with that. Who do you think will leave us in the offseason? I, I I, you know, I think it's one of William, Marcus Williams or Teron Armstead. I think that's one of them for sure. And that's the only one I feel like kind of confident, like one of those two will leave. I do think Quan wants to be back. I think PJ Williams wants to be back. And Jameis, I can't answer, right? Because I don't know what's going through the Saints' head. I will say this, though, and I, and I told a lot of people, when you talk about the quarterback situation, it's not Saints or nothing for Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's going to have a starting job next year. I don't know who it will be if it's with the Saints or another team. But Jameis is one of 32 quarterbacks in this NFL, and he will be there. He absolutely will be a starting quarterback somewhere, whether it's the Saints or not. So I'm not even going to include Jameis in the, oh, I think he'll leave, because I don't know where the Saints is, where their head's at on the quarterback situation. But I, I think it's going to be almost impossible to bring back Marcus Williams and Teron Armstead. I feel like you got to lose one of them. If we get Russ, that means we won't be able to draft an early receiver, and then and so then they hit free agency hard for one or two. Well, look, that's that's the question, right? That's the question. I I, I think with Russ, the intrigue is there, right? Adding a guy like him, a former Super Bowl champ, who loves Drew Brees, loves the Saints offense, I would say, from a schematic standpoint of what he's been able to share with Brees. And I, I think he'd be a seamless fit, right? Now, the question is, what do you have to give up? And when you give up those pieces, do you still have enough to build around him, right? Because if you build, if you bring in Russ and there's nothing around him, then like, what was the point, right? That, that kind of makes no sense. So I would love to see Russell Wilson in a Saints uniform. I think that would be very intriguing. It would be good for content. It would be good for the team, you know? But what can the Saints do to build around him? You know, I know Kamara will be there. And as you guys mentioned, Kamara was a beast today. Over 140 rushing yards, just a flat-out dominant game. But what else is there, right? And I, I think that's going to be interesting. Do you think the Saints would be a contender if they traded for Watson? Legal troubles to the side? Yes, I think Deshaun Watson's that good. That being said, I, I, we can't just rush it to the side, right? Like, that is part of the equation and I don't know. I don't know if the Saints are going to be in on him. I have no clue. I'd imagine someone will, though, right? Because he's so damn talented. And, and the NFL has shown time and time again, talent trumps anything. But it, it's a tough one, man. I'd rather not answer, like, whether or not I'd want him on the team because obviously I want the Saints to have an elite quarterback. But I don't, I don't know what happened. So I, I'm just going to, you know, wait and, and see if this situation plays itself out. Watching the Saints is the same if I can't read your tweets ranting about what I'm mad about and celebrating what makes me uh, wake my roommates up at 4 a.m. Yeah, look, I love Saints Twitter, man. I, I'm, I'll tweet something out after the show is over because you guys have been nothing but supportive, but I, I love it. I love the interactions. I love being able to just constantly talk football with you guys, and so many of you know way more than you think you do, and, and so many of you are so passionate that it leads to a couple of fiery conversations, but I love it. I know it's all in good heart for, for 90% of us. I know there's a 10% that's just like ape shit, but... You know, I, I, I love Saints Twitter, man. So I'm glad you get to enjoy it. And 
you know, this wasn't the ending we wanted this season to have, but so, you know, so be it. They'll be better next year. The Saints do the offseason right. They'll re be right back to being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, look, I look, I, I feel that way, right? You know, look at this season, guys. They were they they were nine and eight with no offense. They're gonna be better on offense next year. It, it, this isn't a bold prediction. Like it's it's a fact. They will be better. Adam Troutman will get better. I think Callaway is gonna take that next step. I think Deontay Harris, whatever, you know, whatever the vision is for him, he could take that next step. But more importantly, though, you gotta add talent. And if Michael Thomas is back and he's healthy, that's a huge piece to this team. It changes everything. But then you got to get people around Michael Thomas. You can't just bank on Michael Thomas coming back. So whether that's the draft in the first two, that's the first two days. You know, if you're picking on day three, the odds of you nailing a receiver, that, that's, that's tough, right? If you're picking on day two, there's still a good chance. We've seen guys like Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, Chase Claypool, Michael Pittman, T. Higgins. The list goes on and on. I'm going to run out of breath doing it. You can get one in day two. You can get one, obviously, in day one. Do you go in the draft? Do you do, you do that way? Do you go via free agency? You know, a, a guy like Allen Robinson, his market got really messed up this year. And he might not cost as much as people might think he is just off the name. And we saw A.J. Green go to Arizona and become the, the Robin to DeAndre Hopkins' Batman. Does Allen Robinson kind of follow that path, right? Go to the Saints, play with Michael Thomas. Again, I'm spitballing here, but there's options out there. There's options. Besides the Falcons, the Rams have, the, the, have to be the most hated team of Saints fans. They are, man. They are. They, they absolutely are with the way they played. Probably going to rework MT and Sean contracts. Look, they're going to rework a shit ton of contracts. I know that much. So you're not wrong there. Absolutely not wrong. If it was your team, what would you do with the QB situation? I think it's twofold, right? Like I think like there, there is part of me that would check if you can get a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers because... Those are upgrades, in my opinion, over James Winston. Again, that's just my opinion. That being said, I think what the Saints need to do is make sure they have everything lined out because the worst thing possible is you go after Russell Wilson or you go after Aaron Rodgers, and you're so focused on that and you kind of lose you know, track of time that it's mid-March, you don't get them, and Jameis signs elsewhere because then you don't have that luxury, right? And that's why I stress the Jameis situation. Like I don't think it's Saints or nothing for Jameis. There will be teams out there that want him whether it's Pittsburgh, whether it's Washington. Teams can use Jameis Winston. So, got to have a plan. If you're in on the trade market, it's got to be quick, man. You got to know by February that you want a certain player. You know, we saw the Rams trade for Stafford around February. And I believe before the Super Bowl, we knew that trade was going down. So, if that's what the Saints want, a big trade, you got to know by then because you can't just go into free agency not knowing. And I don't think they'll do that. I, you know the Saints. The Saints are a lot of things, but... They're not idiots like a team like the Giants or a team like the Jets. And I know I'm ripping New York here, but those are the easiest examples. So you got to have a plan. I would look to see if I could trade for one of those in February. If I can't, it's a decision as to whether you value Jameis or you value a rookie quarterback. But that's kind of where I'm at, guys. It's a big trade. It's Jameis or it's a rookie QB. And I think with this defense, you probably want, I would say maybe Jameis because... I think you kind of want that stability. If you go into next year with this defense, you can't waste it again. You can't. And I think that was the biggest sin from this season was that this defense doesn't get to play in the playoffs. And I wanted that so bad for them. I wanted to see what Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport and Demario Davis and Quan Alexander and Marshawn Lattimore and Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams, CJ Gardner-Johnson, all those boys, man. 
I wanted to see them in the playoffs, and I wanted to see what they can do on a national stage, like shutting down a Tom Brady or playing great against an Aaron Rodgers. I wanted to see that. I feel bad for them that they didn't get that opportunity. Should have won the Giants game, and we wouldn't have needed any help. Yeah, look, I, I said it before. Like, you can go that route if you want to, but it was week four. Like, I, I don't want to dwell on a week four loss. The Saints were not the same team then. And it, it's just a weird year. It's just a weird season. I, I don't want to dwell on it too much. You're not technically wrong, but I could, we could do that for every game, you know? I'd be happy to see Jameis come back and have Alvin and Ingram in the backfield with Thomas and hopefully get someone in the draft or, on, or free agency on the outside. Yeah, look, that, that would be a great situation. I, I think they need to get two weapons, though. I, you know, I, just bringing in one guy and banking on Thomas to be healthy, like, you're, you're flirting with disaster, right? Because injuries are a part of the game, especially now more than ever with an extra regular season game. So get weapons, man. It's, it's 2022. It's a passing league. Spoil your quarterback with weapons. Just spoil them, whoever it may be. I wish you could have lunch with Mickey and Sean just to ask about the uh, just to ask about the plan. I don't want to wait and see. Patience is not my virtue. Neither is mine, Drew. Neither is mine, man. Look, I, with with the Saints specifically, I think there is that like that unknown that makes it kind of exciting, right? Like we don't know what their plan is. For all we know, they might be like, oh, there's a rookie quarterback we like and we want him. All right, I'm not saying that will be it, but you never know and. That makes it exciting for me. Part of me is eager, like I want to know, but I'll let this marinate. I'll let this marinate for the next month or two, and then we'll see what happens. But like, there, there's a lot of doomsday scenarios going on on Twitter right now, and I, I'm not for it because I, I really do think that this team is in a better position than people would think they would be post-Drew Brees. And it's over now. Like The Drew Brees era is long gone, and now it's ushering into this new era. And if you play your cards right, at the very least, whoever your quarterback is next year, they're going to have a great defense with them. Of course, if you make sure you make the right moves in free agency and the draft and guys stay healthy. And who knows? Maybe second-year players, Adebo, Werner, Peyton Turner, maybe they take leaps next year in that second season. So you're going to have a great defense. I could wait for the plan. We'll see what happens. I think Olave would be great in this offense. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think he would be – I think it'd be excellent, man. I think it'd be excellent. And I think that the thing about Chris Olave that intrigues me – a little bit more than other receivers. Now, he's not my favorite receiver in this draft, but you know what intrigues me about him is he really is so polished in route running. And he will just go in day one. And I'm not comparing him to Justin Jefferson in the sense that he'll have the production because you guys know how I feel about Jefferson. He is outstanding. But Olave will go in, and I don't think it's going to be that hard of a tradition, uh, tra uh, transition excuse me, because he could have came last year, and he would have been a day two pick, and he would have been damn good. So... I think he would be smooth in the Saints offense. I blame Brian Johnson. Man, so I'm going to be honest with you, Moises. So you, Moises, so you put it in the first time, and I was a little confused because I was like, what, what the hell is he talking about? And then I remember Brian Johnson couldn't make an extra point against Tennessee. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Had they beaten Tennessee, they wouldn't have been in this spot, right? So good point, man. Good point. And, and shame on me that it took me twice to realize what you meant. I, I was having a little bit of a brain fart here. But uh, no, you're right, man. Brian Johnson had a terrible game in Nashville. So that definitely cost him in the long run. Haven't seen any college QBs good enough to start. I think Kenny Pickett is. Uh, I think Kenny Pickett has a little bit of that Mac Jones quality him in the sense that he will come in rookie year and in the right system, he will be on schedule, right? Don't get yourself into third and longs. Be a game manager. Now, I think he's a better athlete than Mac Jones. I liked Mac Jones in college a little bit more though, but I do think that Kenny Pickett would be a really, really good option for this team. 
I, I really do. If they went with the draft, I'm not advocating for them to go with Kenny Pickett over everyone else. But if they went with the draft, that'd be the guy for me. Now, I know Matt Corral has the intriguing arm. Malik Willis is the full package in terms of potential. But I, I really do like Kenny Pickett's game. What would you do with Ruiz because he's so bad? You look, I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't know. Lock him in the weight room or something? I, I have no freaking clue. I, I, I really have no clue. I wish I had a better answer for you, man. I wish I did, but he is so bad this year. I believe if we do not trade for a QB, we can double dip for receivers because the class will be deep in later rounds. For example, get Williamson and Justin Ross later would be a steal. Yeah, look, I, I think that's an important thing, right? And someone actually brought up that question last podcast was, do the Saints double dip on receivers? Now, I don't know if they will. I, don't, I really don't. But you look at the, the depth in this draft, there's some really good wide receivers, man, that you could get on the day two, like a Justin Ross or a Jalen Tolbert or a Wandale Robinson or even a John Mechie because of the ACL tear or George Pickens. So I'm not worried. If, if they want a receiver, they can get one. I don't know what the plan's going to be, but if they want a receiver on day two, they can get one. Saints would have made the playoffs if it wasn't for that stupid extra game. It is what it is. It is, man. It is. Because funny enough, the extra game was the Titans, right? And the Saints lost. And the extra game for the 49ers was the Bengals. And the, and the 49ers won. Crazy how that all works. Uh, but <laughs> such is life, man. I think Ross is going to be a bust. It might be. The neck injury scares me, though, guys. Absolutely does. Do you think a Taysom-led offense could get us into the playoffs if we were unable to get a quarterback? He played pretty well today. Can he get you into the playoffs? I think the answer is yes. But the ceiling is super low, right? And the, the ceiling is play great defense, score 21 points. We might have a shot. But you don't want to do that. Like, you're limiting yourself. I think you could get in with him, though. I mean, they almost got in today. So, I think you could get in with Taysom. I think Taysom's a little bit better than people give him credit for. I don't think he's a starter, though. I can't stress that enough. But I think he's way better than people give him credit for. There's some people who think he should never throw a football, and that's just stupid. But uh, I think that uh, I think that that you could in that scenario. Now, you don't want that. Neither I really don't want it. But I think you could. Would you have liked our chances with Trevor's QB1 against the Rams if we got in? Truthfully speaking, no. But I will say this real quick. And this goes back to the defense thing, right? And I guess I'll just tie it all together before I end the show. I think had this defense gotten in, I think they would have made life living hell for Matt Stafford. Absolute hell. Pass rush going after him. DBs clamping down. I think the Saints could have could could have beaten the Rams in the playoffs if that's the way it unfolded. Now, it won't, obviously. Now, would my confidence... Be high with Trevor? No, it would be a lot less than it would be Taysom because Taysom has the legs, right? And if Aaron Donald's just destroying the offensive line, Trevor Simeon's a statue. Taysom can get out of there, and you wouldn't have that luxury. So that would would really scare me. But this defense, I think, would have bottled down, bottled up, excuse me, that Rams offense. I really do. And and would they have lost? Maybe I, I probably would have taken the Rams to win that game. But a damn would I think it'd be close, like twenty seventeen? Yeah. Like, this defense could have done it. I see Trevor likes to be the savior. He does, right? Trevor Trevor off the bench is the best version of Trevor. You know? Trevor as a starter, not so good. Trevor off the bench, pretty good. Pretty damn good. But anyway, guys, before I wrap it up, just want to get my closing remarks for this season, and, and then obviously I'll, I'll go straight to Twitter. I'll be there all night. We're not ending it. But it's been a weird year, and I think going into this year, I was so, like, concerned as to what to expect for two things. One, the Saints team, like, what could they be? What would they be? And more importantly, I was worried, right? I was worried, like, if this team struggles, is there going to be engagement? Is there going to be engagement in terms of the fans interacting, you guys interacting with me, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on a stream, whether it's on a podcast, would you guys enjoy it? 
And I, I will say, as crazy as it sounds, this is one of the most enjoyable seasons I've had. And a lot of that is a testament to you guys just being really supportive and just always interacting. But, you know, I, I, re I really just, this team, man, something about them. Like, there, there is no quit in them. And, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks are going to be tough watching the playoffs with no Saints in there. It's going to be a little bit weird, right? Because the last four years, the Saints have just been a just key component, a key fixture in the playoffs. And they're not this year. But I, I really enjoyed the season, believe it or not. I really enjoyed interacting with you guys. And any worry that the Saints without Drew Brees would be, you know, irrelevant in terms of whether or not they're a popular team and people want to watch them, I think we got our answer, right? And that's no knock on Drew Brees. It's just a credit and a compliment to this team and, and the fan base, which you guys are, and you guys are great. So I really appreciate that. Now, I see you got two more questions for me, guys, and I'll, I'll pull it up. Actually, I'll pull up this one first, and then I'll go to my Super Bowl pick, um, and, and then I'm out of here. But who am I rooting for that's left in the playoffs? Well, I am rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals, like you said. I love me some Joe Burrow, so I, I would love to see Joe Burrow do well. I am also rooting for the Chargers, like you mentioned, because I love Justin Herbert. Now, a little bit of me is biased. I, I was fortunate enough to interview uh, Justin Herbert a couple of months ago, and he was nothing but kind and respectful, gave me 20 minutes of his time, and uh, that kind of stood out to me, right? Like, I, that, that means a lot. Like, I, I appreciate that. So I'm rooting for those two QBs, man. I, they are future faces of this National Football League. And if they go in there first round and put on a show, that's going to be awesome. So I'm rooting for those two. And from the NFC, truthfully speaking, I, I don't care who wins the NFC, man. I can't stand the Bucks, can't stand the Rams, can't stand the Cowboys, can't stand the Eagles. Cardinals, I, I don't hate, but, you know, I, I don't think they're going anywhere. Uh, I, again, like I mentioned, I do have family members who are 49ers, so if they do well, I'll be happy for them. But, yeah, I've, I really do want to see what Burrow and Herbert do, man. The Bengals and the Chargers are exciting. They're exciting teams. And I think we need that, right? And we can live vicariously through them, right? Because we didn't we didn't watch an offense this year. And Herbert and Burrow light it up, so I'm excited to see what they do. If you got time, what is your Super Bowl pick? I'm going to go with a very basic one. I'm going to go Chiefs versus Packers. I, I If the Packers don't make the Super Bowl, guys, I am going to be unbearable on Twitter. There's no more excuses. The Eagles are not great. The 49ers are solid, but there's questions about Jimmy Garoppolo, right? The Rams, I think, are choke artists. The Cardinals, I think, have peaked. I think the Cowboys have peaked. The Buccaneers are injured and still dealing with A-B drama when he's not even on their team. So this is the year for the Packers to get there. And if they don't, joke's on them, man, because last time I checked, they have the Golden Boy. So the Golden Boy doesn't get there. I don't know, man. I would be shocked. I think Packers and then the Chiefs, man. I know the Chiefs don't have the bye, and that does concern me because the Titans getting Derrick Henry off the bye, that could be dangerous. But Mahomes is peaking at the right time, and their defense is playing opportunistic football, and I think that's really crucial for them. So if I had to make a Super Bowl pick, I would go with Chiefs-Packers, and I would pick the Chiefs to win. I really do. Really appreciate it, guys. I appreciate all the support. I appreciate all the comments in the chat. You guys have You guys make this so easy for me just being able to interact with you guys and have this live stream and just, just talk football, man. I really appreciate it. So thank you guys for tuning in. I, you know, I really, 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 really do appreciate all the support. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. I know it was a tough ending to it with the way that Rams game went down and the Saints missing the playoffs, but better days are ahead for the franchise. I truly, truly believe that. If I didn't feel that way, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say so. Um, and it's going to be a wild offseason. It's going to be a wild offseason. You know, if the Packers end up losing – Maybe that's the end of the Rodgers era. So 
And does that make make a trade? Does Wilson get traded? There's so many op, uh, you know opportunities for the Saints to make a big splash in the offseason. I'm excited for that. So we'll see what happens there. But enjoy the week, the rest of your weekend, guys. Enjoy your upcoming week. I will be back later this week for a podcast, most likely. If I don't, I'll provide you guys an update. I'll also have some personal news as to more content that I'm bringing over to my Twitter account. Uh, it's not sports related, but I think you a lot of you guys will enjoy it though. I don't know when I'm going to do that yet, but I will have an update on that in the near future. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for making this the most successful year I've had on my podcast. And I'm just excited to see where it's going to go from here. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy your upcoming week. And let's hope the Saints bounce back next year and come back to that Super Bowl status. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast.